what, what do you think was the turning point? What was the moment where you hit where you like, all right, or he hit? Um, the honestly, the cheating, it was an issue. It was an issue. It definitely was, but it was like the la- the thing, the last recent thing he did, probably like a year, a year ago. It'll be a year in December. That was like okay. I just I just can't no more. Like I gotta like yeah. the respect is gone at this point. Yeah. So it's like. I could have I could have forgiven him for the cheating, the little other cheating, because it's like ain't nobody perfect. Right. But I'm I'm even out of that that mind frame now is yeah. like gone. Like no, ain't nobody gonna cheat on me. Right. right. If you're watching right now, go get the merch. Go get the merch. You can find it www.chopbyteapodcast.com. Again, it's www.chopbyteapodcast.com. Enjoy the show. What's up? What's up? This is the Chopbyte Podcast where we get real raw, authentic conversations. I'm your host T, and to the right of me. We got LaDaysha in the building. Hey, everybody. What do you want me to call you? Day? I heard somebody else call you something else. TJ call you something else. What did he call you? She, um, you can say Daisha. Daisha. What else they call you, though? What Day. else? Day? Day? That's what they say, Day. <laughs> but anyway, um, how we started, how I usually start the show is I um, pull from a DM that people usually send me. Mm-hmm. And I read from it. And, you know, I respond to it. And you can let me know what you think about this as well. Um, it's anonymous by the way too So I don't tell whoever sent me the DM A lot of this shit be kind of rough So, But on this DM he said um, I'm not attracted to my girl And I want to cheat <laughs> He said I've been with her for five years But I've known her since we were kids When we first got together She was in the gym heavy And always kept her body right In the last year She let herself go And truthfully I'm disgusted by her <laughs> I still love her and we have so much history, so I don't want to just walk away from the relationship just because of her appearance. But I can't be with someone I'm not physically attracted to. What should I do? Help this man out. I feel- <laughs> <laughs> Listen, well, you go first. You go first. What do you think he should do? I feel like that he should just encourage her to start beginning in the gym and let her know, like, hey, babe. You need to get in the gym. You don't look like you used to. Just say it. Being disgusted by her is wild, though, yeah, right? Like, I I think that if you, at that point, you really don't want her anyway. That's what I feel. Like, if you to that point, I think it's deeper than just gym. It could be something else. Like, is physical attraction important in a relationship? No, because I'd rather have a, a ugly guy that's going to treat me like a queen Yeah, somebody that looks good. But in some form, you still attracted to him in some way, though, right? No, like I found the pretty and ugly people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you you've been you've been with ugly guys, mm-hmm. and you still everybody was everybody around you like, nah, he not he don't look that good like that. Yeah, like we knew he was ugly. My yeah. friends, it's okay though. Yeah. I love him. He, he ugly, but I love him. <laughs> nah, women can do that though. Men can't do that. Men need somebody pretty though. I'm gonna be honest with you. Most men really? need, yeah. Most men need a pretty one. I ain't gonna say most, but a lot of the men I know they choose looks over like oh personality or what he could be, so on and so forth. So when you seeing this ugly man, you approaching him, you look at him. Are you thinking like he ugly, but he got a good personality? He ugly, but what? What's the thing that make you want to talk to him? Um, he's ugly, but he knows how to talk to me. Okay. He's ugly, but he knows how to treat me. Yeah. He's ugly, but he got his own money. Yeah. He's ugly, but he got his own everything. Yeah, so, yeah. All of those values matter. I feel you. Most women like that too. Most women like that. Men, we just want appearance, though. I ain't gonna say we. I'm not a part of it. You know. You said we. Yeah, I'm just saying me, we because I'm a man. Okay. Though. That's the only reason why, though. <laughs> but something you was telling me about off camera is that uh, you in school, you going back to get your bachelor's, right? Mm-hmm. 
You a nurse right now? I am. I'm an LPN. How is that? Because I hear nursing is like really difficult. Like to get like even at you know the beginning, like the LPN, and I know you go RN after that. That's what mm-hmm. you're pursuing now. How is that being a nurse and you a mom of two? Mm-hmm. How is that? How was school? Um, honestly, I wouldn't have it no other way. Yeah, I honestly wouldn't. Um, school because I'm already an LPN, it's kind of easier for me because mm-hmm. I understand a lot. So, getting my LPN before getting my bachelor's was like the best decision ever. Yeah. And it's crazy because at first I was like really, really, really nervous about doing the fast track LPN program. Yeah, and I was like, I can't do this. But then I ended up getting pregnant, so I was like, okay. It's time to get started because honestly, I was like, I ain't going back to school till I turn 30. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. had that attitude. Yeah. And once I had my baby, I've been in school literally since. So, you uh, pregnant with your second baby? No, my first one. Your first one. So, you was in uh, LPN school when you got pregnant with the first baby? I was, when I was in LPN school, I was pregnant with my second baby mm-hmm. and I had him while I was in the program. Yeah, got you. Got you. That must have been, been hard though because I, you know, I got a kid myself. And the mother of my child, she went through like mom. She had like mom brain, I think is what she called it. How she is that a real thing? I think it is. Yeah, like was it forget everything? Yeah, like were you frustrated? Did you did you struggle through it? What was the experience like? Um. So when I first my my first child, he was like great. Yeah. Coolest kid ever, no problems at all. Mm-hmm. But when I had my second one, since I was in school. He was clinging to me. I yeah. couldn't study how I wanted to. And my grades actually had started to go down. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, what am I going to do? Mm. And um, my teachers, they pulled me to the side. I was like, what's up? What's going on? Like, yeah. your grades? What's going on? Mm. So I just busted out into tears because I had just hit him. I probably was like, I didn't even get a break after I hit my baby. I literally went right back to school like two days off possibly. And I had to take a test that Friday. Damn. So like. I was in labor until I started hurting too bad. I was literally was sitting there studying yeah. while I was in labor yeah. until I couldn't take the pain. I'm on. It was like, okay, put this book up. It's time to have a baby. Yeah. So. And then was, you had your baby and two days after that, you ended up. Having to take, I'll never forget. It was like a wound exam. Yeah. 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 Ain't that ironic? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So you, you had your baby and like, what, what were you feeling when you taking the test? Were you sore? Cause I know that's a. That's... My, my breasts were huge. Yeah. Yeah. And actually I um my she's my best friend now. Her name's Mariah and uh-huh. I met her through nursing school. Mm-hmm. Greatest person ever. After she finished taking her um exam that day, she came to the car and watched my baby for me. Yeah. While I go in there and take mine. Shout out to her. So yeah. yeah. So during this moment, um, you going through all of this, surely you must have went through a lot of stuff mentally. What were you feeling mentally? I wanted to quit, honestly. Yeah. I was like, I can't do this. I'll just wait until my kids get 13 and they can take care of themselves. I just can't do this. I can't do this. But it's like struggle with it now and enjoy it later mm-hmm. versus them being older and going without yeah. for a long period of time. Yep. You know yep. what I'm saying? Like, go ahead and get it done now because ain't nothing going to change. Yeah. And them first few years for children, at least, that's an impressionable time for them. So it's time where like they're most affected and that kind of shaped their personality. So you don't want struggle to be a part of that. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. nah, that's fair. That's fair. Did you have any help during this time? Um. Yeah, I would say yeah, uh-huh. a little, but I still get upset sometimes because it's like I don't have the help that I would desire to have. But yeah. I also have the mentality of these are my kids, so it is what it is. Like Mama got to make it happen no matter what. Yeah, but still, it's a village. You know what I mean? Like you do. It's so I think 
our system and the way we set it up for mothers at least is is fucked up because you know you had a baby then you six weeks I don't think six weeks is enough I don't think you know enough to get over anything physically at least and especially not mentally mm-hmm. did you go through postpartum and all of that I did I had moments yeah. where I was like my baby crying and the little one the the little one at the time my oldest he was the little one but I had the baby baby too mm-hmm. I'm at home by myself studying. Like, their dad, he got the old-fashioned mentality of yeah. the mama makes stuff happen. He still got to go to work. So, yeah. I get it. You you take paying all the bills, so, mm-hmm. you know, you got to go to work. Right. So, he would be at work, and he'll call and check on me and everything. But it was, like, it was crazy. I, I would, like, go outside and leave him in the house crying and just go outside and scream and breathe. Like, yeah. Okay. I come back in. It's like I'm extra nice once I come back yeah. in. Yeah. Because getting agitated and... Dealing with all that and thinking about what you got going on the rest of the week, that's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's a, whole that's a lot. lot. So what did you, so that was your, your coping mechanism. Did you ever try to seek things like therapy or meditation or anything like that? You just didn't have time for it or something? Um, You know, since now, probably like in the past year, I've just started being a fan of therapy. Uh-huh. I used to just feel like it's okay. Yeah. Like I thought it was okay to feel the way I was feeling. Yeah. Because it's like. Comes with parenting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I think that's what we do a lot of the times as people. Period. We just normalize stuff like mm-hmm. that, you know. And that's that's not the way to go. I, the hardest part for me up until this point, my my uh, situation is is just having someone to talk to. Like, you know, finding my village, my core of people that I can speak with. And I think it was kind of a blessing for you to be in nursing school because you're around mostly women, right? And people who understand what you're going through, at least, you know, probably a lot of moms too, right? So, you know, to be able to have that, I think that was a beautiful thing. So during this during this time, are you graduate, you had to so you did what they tell you not to do. You had a one kid and you just go right in and had a second one. Because they told us that too, you'll be most fertile when you had your first kid. How how far apart are they? Um, he's two now and uh, he's five. So. Okay. Oh, okay. So they get a good a good piece apart. Okay. I was thinking like, you know, you know you had the kids one and two. I ain't, I ain't, I ain't <laughs> stare still at him at all. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he was three, so he was still wanting to be a baby at the time. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. What is mom motherhood? What has that done for you? Made me like the strongest person ever. Yeah. Like I was, I was so. I see me then versus me now. Like mm-hmm. I would, I would without my kids. I can promise you, I would not be nowhere near where I am now. Like. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. In what way? What do you think you would be if you didn't have kids? Right I'd probably now? be just, honestly, before I had my kids, like, I feel like a regular, not be, having a degree, that was not a priority for me. Right. I was like, hey, I go to school. I still can make some money. Yeah. Do yeah. this, do that. Like, the bare minimum was okay for me. Yeah. Before having kids. Yeah. But it's like, once I had kids, it's like my whole mind just did a 360. Like, uh-uh. Let me ask you, do you ever uh try to... Like live your childhood through your kids. I try to get them things that I didn't get to. Experience. Yeah, that's what yeah. I mean. That's like my I mean. my um five year old, he wants to carve pumpkins. Like uh-huh. we're gonna carve pumpkins. I've yeah. never done that before. Never done that. What was your childhood like? Um, so I was raised in the country. So mm-hmm. you go outside and you play in the dirt. Yeah. You go gr- help grandma pick stuff out the garden. You go help pull the stuff out the garden, the grass and stuff, the weeds. Yeah. Go look and check, thump the mart watermelon to see uh-huh. if they're right. Help her shed corn. Real country. Like, yeah. real country stuff. Yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. that type of stuff. Yeah, see, and a lot of people don't know, like, they, they think of Bolivar or, you know, where we're from. They think mm-hmm. of that as country. And it is. It's country. 
But we from the country of the country. Yeah. Meaning like people will be in Bolivar saying, I'm finna go to the country, you know. Because yeah. I'm from Oak Hill, so mm-hmm. you know, that's the country of the country, like out of city limits of the country. So it's a whole different level of country, it even is. with that. Yeah. And you didn't was it what was the uh financial situation growing up? Mm, I won't say I struggled, but I didn't get to get I didn't get every pair of shoes that came out like yeah. my friends did. Right, right, right. But I had what I needed. Right, right, right. You had the things you needed as opposed to like having like an abundance or not even an abundance, just more things. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's why I tell them like we, it didn't feel like it in the moment. It didn't. You don't start realizing like, oh, I don't got as much as X, Y, and Z until you get in school and you get to see like, oh, okay, so and so wearing shoes, different shoes every day, you know, and. That's, that's what ends up happening. Mm-hmm. You start comparing yourself and stuff like that. So. And, like, my grandma, she uh, she raised me. So uh-huh. she was like, um, I'm not buying you no tennis shoes. They're yeah. girls, boys. Yeah. You ain't getting no tennis shoes. So I was like, I had to wear boots and sandals. That's yeah. out in flats. Yeah. Only girly, girly shoes. Yeah. If I no tennis shoes at all. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, and now that you, you're older now, and you have two boys, right? I do. Like So that's what that's what I was getting to because now that I'm older, I, I get a chance to live through my kid my kid in a way so you know i always wanted a batman bed like the little car bed mm-hmm. you know what i mean like how you you can lay in the bed and it's like a, it's shaped like a car i always wanted one of those mm-hmm. so immediately when he was old enough to have his like own big bed i that's the first thing i bought him was a batman <laughs> bed you know I, and just little things like that that i'm able to do for him really define like mm-hmm. you know fatherhood for me i guess i can say like my five-year-old he still to this day wants bedtime stories yeah so yeah. i do the whole bedtime i'm like if i'm on the phone with my friend i'm like i'm like hold on girl let me call you right back yeah, oh, yeah. i'm putting on hold uh-huh. and one day um portia she heard me she was like that's so sweet for you i didn't know you read. i'm like shut up be quiet because yeah, yeah. <laughs> i didn't i didn't get that growing and it up feel weird right yeah it does it, so it's yeah. like even either by, either i can read him a book or i can just make up a story and yeah you just love it. That shit is so important. Like, I think our generation, you know, or even the generation prior to us, a lot of us as a whole were built off, like, survival. Mm-hmm. Just trying to survive, trying to survive. Grandma don't have time. Mama don't have time. Daddy don't have time for a story and all of that. They just work this many hours. But we, in our generation, we educated. We realized the importance of stuff like that. We realized, like, hey, it's important to read to your kids. Why? Because that boosts his interest in reading Definitely. and so on. Mm-hmm. Like that. Yeah, but, and it feel, reason I actually does it feel weird because that shit feel weird to me. I do the same thing. I read my yeah. baby uh, stories. He got like a whole bookshelf. Mm-hmm. It feel weird. I'm like, eh, you know, should I be doing this shit? <laughs> yeah. Like, will it make him weak? Stuff like I, that. I, that's my big, and it, see, the five-year-old, he's the one that likes the bedtime stories. Uh-huh. And he's, he's different than my two-year-old. My two-year-old, he's, rough and tough and the yeah. other one he like he likes his tablet his games he don't want to be bothered like yeah. but he's now since he has his brother he's becoming more like him yeah, yeah. so you just don't want him to be weak i don't yeah. at all yeah it's rough though and it's like a thin line <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like should i be too nice yeah but that's the responsibility of the mom i think is to instill that that gentleness into the kid and i think i, I think that that's why we so fucked up as like black men, mm-hmm. men like myself who only had our mom in the home. Mm-hmm. It's the mom instilled that gentleness in me, but the world was left to give me the hard shit. Mm-hmm. And I get out in the world and I become like an overly aggressive dude to compensate because 
naturally I want to be gentle. That's how I was raised. You know, I want to love, be loved and hugged on and all of that, but because that's what my mama gave to me. But when I get out into the world, the world don't don't give you hugs. You know what I mean? And see, my thing is about that is that like, so I'm the person in the house that disciplines. Mm-hmm. Dad doesn't, he ain't a fan of that. Yeah. He's more of a talker. Gotcha. But it's like, either we discipline him now or 10 years down the road, he can be with a baton. Yeah. He, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So in the world that we live in, it's like, and I'm going to go ahead and be the person to do that because all the talking, sometimes it don't work. Yeah. Like he got four sad faces in a row. Yeah. In a row now. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, Okay, the first time was just talk. Mm-hmm. Second time was a threat. Mm-hmm. Third time, I was like, okay, I believe your story because it don't sound like something you would do. Yeah. After that, I'm like, okay, now you playing. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to tell you something, though. I'm going to give you like some game of what I mean. Like, like, okay, I tell some of my uh, my homegirls is who have kids, right? And they, they single moms as well. Well, not as well because you're not a single mom, but they, they're single moms, right? And I see them try to overcompensate for the father not being there or him not being as vocal, and they hit him and stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. With boys, and I can speak from experience because I was raised in a single-parent home, you start to hit him like that, and he internalized that. And because there's no no speaking, no talking, no dialect between you and him, no conversation, which you said you do that, though. I'm not. This is not towards you. Mm-hmm. But because there's no dialogue, it's immediately like, all right, I'm just going to discipline you. I'm just going to hit you. That's the way he internalized it and he take that out into the world. And what you have is a 13, 14, 15-year-old. He's strong now. He get muscles. He, all of, mm-hmm. That's how he responds. Like, oh, no, I'm going to hit. Mm-hmm. As opposed to being able to have that right, that dialect. You know, you create a monster in a sense. That's, that's true. And I, I told, I said this on the show prior to this one. I was like, you know, my mama was very close to creating like an absolute monster. Mm-hmm. You know, if it wasn't for a lot of the leaders or like the mentors in my life that were men that taught me like, chill, bro, keep it playing, mm-hmm. like shit, relax. They said it in different ways, but ultimately they taught me how to be like relaxed, be a stoic, be a person who's not necessarily unmoved, but don't allow your emotions to get the best of you because you get stronger. And what happened is you you want to resort to violence and fight because that's in our nature as men. That's true, and I say that for women too because mm-hmm. my mom it wasn't no talking like yeah. Just, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. But I feel like the way you discipline makes mm-hmm. a difference too. Mm-hmm. Versus, I became resentful towards my mom because yeah. she this, yeah. that's just what she gonna do. Hitting. Versus my dad, he's like, put your hand on the bed. I'm mm-hmm. finna pull your pants down mm-hmm. and. That was a different, it was like, yeah. a, it was just different. Yeah, it was a conversation. So yeah. when I discipline him, that's what I do. Put your hand on the bed yeah. type of thing because I'm not I'm not your enemy. So yeah. I'm not going to hit you because mm. they can easily get misconstrued. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I feel like the way you discipline makes a difference. Yeah, too. yeah. I think um, what Roscoe called it, a lazy parenting. That's what a lot of times do. It's just like, I'm just going to whoop this man ass and go and get it over with and let him know that's wrong. You know, you got to, but even in your situation, you gave them a lot of chances, a lot of chances. A lot. I'm like that too. I don't really hit, I don't hit, I don't have to. Like my son, he know I'm his chief. Like my man, salute me. Like I'm not playing that at all. He know I'm his chief. I probably done got him a couple times, like early on, but mm-hmm. I'm his chief. He already know if I, if I had to get up to say something, it's over with. And see, this how their daddy is like, once he, he going to talk, but once he stopped talking, it's like, he going to, he may take it a little too far. Yeah, 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 so, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and take care of it then before yeah. he do. Yeah. So you was telling me that you were engaged? 
I'm in the midst of being divorced. Okay, I said that wrong. <laughs> You're in the midst of being divorced. Mm-hmm. So how long were you married? Um, October the fifth made five years. Oh, so you've been married now since you were 20 years old. What was that like? Why why did you decide to do that so early? <laughs> um, I didn't have a two for one, I didn't have a two parent household. Uh-huh. So I wanted my kids to at least get their chance. And once he said he wanted to marry me, I was like, okay, yeah, let's go do it. Let's go do it. Didn't put no thought behind it yeah. at all. Yeah. yeah. What did you learn in those five years? Um, I learned how to be a, a woman. Yeah. I say. And like a woman woman. Yeah. Even how to love because like I said, I was my mom was a single mom, so yeah. it wasn't a stability with Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that that little phase right there, I learned how to do that. I learned responsibility. Yeah. I learned a lot in yeah. in that time, a whole lot. So in the, and it's crazy because and I think I think that's the best way to get married early on. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, most marriage actually it's a statistic. I don't know the exact numbers, but it says that most marriages that start early on like that. Mm-hmm. They uh, last longer because of that. They start early on, and you get a chance to. It's, it's no outside things because I'm 30 now, so I done grew into who I am mm-hmm. for 30 years. That's who I am, and in marriage, a lot of times, from my understanding of it, you got to compromise and you got to figure it out. And it's hard for people who done got a little older to figure it out because they stuck in their ways. That's the thing. Yeah. I think that. So my husband is 10 years older than me. Mm. So I think it's more so of him being stuck with. His his way he thinks. Yeah. And I just turned twenty five, so therefore I'm becoming who I'm. Yeah. I'm now who I am now is probably it's gonna excel from here. Yeah. Versus who I was when I was when I met him, I was like nineteen. Yeah. So. Yeah. Do you regret it though? Do I regret it? Yeah. That's a good question. <laughs> I don't regret it. Mm-hmm. I don't regret it. I regret. I don't regret it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't regret yeah. What do you regret? Um, I I regret not knowing him long before marrying him. Yeah. yeah. I wish I would have gotten to know him a little longer. Yeah. Yeah. Cause how long did y'all know each other? A what? year. A year. Like I'm in yeah. like this is my prince from like <laughs> in my eyes he did no wrong. Yeah. I would be talking to my people. I was like, yeah, I go to y'all man phone. I don't do that. Yeah. I gotta yeah, touch yeah. his phone. He ain't doing. I don't know. Yeah. 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 Just not. Was he actually doing something? <laughs> ah, I got you. It was one of these type of experiences. So, 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 okay, you got in and you married for five years mm-hmm. and you ended up having, you know, you got to have kids and everything like that. Like, what was the part? Because you said it started out good. How long was that, that honeymoon stage, the first few years? Once I started school, and I'm, I, I take full accountability for my part, too. Uh-huh. He said that I started neglecting mm-hmm. the relationship. Yeah. I didn't prioritize it. And I can kind of see that because... I was, it was like, I felt like I had to choose between him and my kids. Yeah. Though the Bible does say the husband comes first, but it's yeah. like, I just, I couldn't see myself putting my kids on the back end. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like, kids, school, husband. Yeah. Like, you get in where you fit in. You, you need, you're grown. You should understand what we're trying to do. Yeah. Like, I'm trying to, I'm trying to build us a million dollar yeah, business yeah. right here. Yeah, so, we're trying to get some money. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, like, you should understand what we got mm-hmm. going on. But it didn't work out like that. Yeah, and I think a lot of people don't understand, like, you know, you read the Bible and you understand what's going on. And we got to, I don't want to say remove ourselves from the Bible, but we got to remove ourselves from that absolute way of thinking. Mm -hmm. Because the reality is shit is more expensive these days and you Mm -hmm. need both parties involved, you know, regardless. And if you want to, like, do stuff or be in play, you need both parties involved financially. 
So I think it was important for you to get out and go go do that. So when you started school, that's when things started going downhill? Yeah, it was like um, I didn't have time. I, I wasn't cooking as much no more. I wasn't cleaning as much no more. And I wasn't having sex as much no more. Yeah. And all of those things is what made our relationship. Yeah. Those. But I feel like we know we love each other and we're together now. Like, let's take care of business mm-hmm. and we can get back to enjoying each other. It ain't like I just stopped doing it completely. Yeah. It just wasn't an everyday thing. No yeah. More. Yeah. No. So y- y'all stopped doing it as much. And wh- what do you think was the turning point? What was the moment where you hit where you like, all right, or he hit? Um, the, honestly, the cheating, it was an issue. It was an issue. It definitely was. But it was like the la- the thing, the last recent thing he did probably like a year, a year ago. It'll be a year in December. I don't want to speak on it. Uh-huh. Um, that was like okay. I just I just can't no more. Like I gotta like yeah. the respect is gone at this point. Yeah. So it's like I could have I could have forgiven him for the cheating, the little other cheating, because it's like ain't nobody perfect. Right. But I'm I'm even out of that that mind frame now. It's yeah. like gone. Like no, ain't nobody gonna cheat on me. Right. Bye. Right. Right. For so, so that the cheating. That right there. It's like the last situation that would put the icing on the cake. Yeah. How does that make you feel? Does cheating, because I've been cheated on and I've been fucking devastated. I'm going to be honest I with you. I feel humiliated. Yeah. That's my big, I, humiliation. Yeah. I felt like an ass. And then like, excuse me, I'm saying that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Cool. I felt horrible. It's like, you got me looking like this. Yeah. Then you and everybody DM, you embarrassing. Like, yeah. no. And I was raised by my grandma and, for my understanding, she always told me, like, I've never cheated on my husband. So yeah. I, I I was taking pride in, I have never, I ain't gonna never cheat on him. Like, yeah. no, okay, he did this. I'm gonna forgive mm-hmm. him, but we're gonna get through it. Like, I ain't cheating on him. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm his. Like, I'm period. Yeah. When you, since you had me, you all I done had. Yeah. Yeah. I had that attitude. But once he got to doing everything under the sun, yeah. And the last situation was like, okay, that's just time to go back in, on your mingle. Yeah. Like, I married this man. Like, when I married him, like, he was like, we was riding around in a pickup truck. Yeah. We had a pickup truck. Yeah. Like, I literally, I just, I, I just loved you because of who you are. Yeah. And these other people now, don't get me started. Yeah, nah, I'll get started. <laughs> don't, get, don't get me started. Yeah. Do not get me nah, started. Get started. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So, you, you was in a, you feel like you made them better. You feel like you made them a better man? A I feel better like person. we made each other better. Yeah. Like, he was the person that sat there and did my, Faster for me in my mm-hmm. first application mm-hmm. for my prereqs for nursing school. Yeah. But don't you hate that though? Because now somebody enjoying something that you put so much time into and built. This, this is what it is. <laughs> that part right there. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I done sit here and been patient with yeah, you, and now yeah. you finna go do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, accept somebody for their flaws and mm-hmm. all and everything, and you pour into them and you teach them this, and they teach you that, mm-hmm. and it's just a cohesiveness, it's a synergy about mm-hmm. it. Just for them to go out and allow somebody else to enjoy all of that shit. That's yeah. hurtful. Very. Yeah. And then, like, he tried to, um, he said he bought me a truck mm-hmm. or whatever for a, he sorry give. Yeah. And, but he had the title in his name. I'm like, I thought the truck was for me. Yeah. Like, when are we going to go turn this over? Let's yeah. see. Yeah. And he never did it. And now it's, I ain't got, I ain't got, like, nah, yeah. I ain't got your truck. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So yeah. with the whole divorce thing, at first I was going to try to fight it, but I was like, just free me. Yeah. Yeah. Me. And this is actually like my third time filing. Yeah. So you've been actively trying to file, but he just won't sign the paperwork? Still the same thing. And I paid $2,000 this last time like to go and get it done. And yeah. Still the same thing. He won't sign the paperwork. I feel him. He trying to fight for his love. No, the, but the first time, though, I ain't going to lie. The first time, we both signed him. I finally got him to sign him in. Uh-huh. He called me. He was like, 
You see, so she was like, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm sharing positive. Yeah. It's over with, it's done with. Mm-hmm. And probably like, we had like, what, I think a week or so yeah. to go and tell him, don't worry about it. Uh-huh. We did that. And it's like, once we did that, he got right back comfortable with what he was doing. And he told me that I had stopped being affectionate. And I probably can see myself being that way because I didn't have a whole lot of affection growing yeah. up. So yeah. it's like, if I'm feeling lovey-dovey, then I am, but yeah. get off me. And plus, you, yeah, I just went through something prior to that, like something where whatever was happening, whether it was infidelity, mm-hmm. whether it was like just arguing, whatever it was that led to, hey, I want to get a divorce. Mm-hmm. Like, of course, you don't want to jump right back into it and be affectionate yes. with somebody. Yes. And then yeah. he don't understand that at all. Yeah. Yeah. At all. Yeah. Us as black men, we lack that, though. I, it took a lot of work for me to even get where I am, and I'm still fucking up. I'm gonna be honest. Like I'm still <laughs> trying to be better, but it's us as black men, we don't understand like our emotions and what we feel. And sometimes we can be selfish. I mean, all of us can be selfish. People can be selfish, but I think we can be selfish with the way we handle situations sometimes. So. But I feel like my loyalty and me still being able to bring like I was so you know I do hair. Uh-huh. So I was still doing hair in the midst of, I've never stopped making my own money. Right, right. So I still was like holding my end of the stick too. So uh-huh. Yeah. What you doing? Yeah. Yeah. Me and just, we be so full of lust. Like, yeah, niggas just be full of lust and just be in love with their dick and just like, I just want to go do this and do that. You know what I mean? And that's why you're fighting that shit now. He don't want to leave. You know, do you think this is final though? This third time? Yeah, because at, then he still haven't signed the papers, but uh-huh. we've, we've communicated, we've talked and I think he, Coming to terms and it's okay. Yeah, but he's had he had to make himself feel like he don't want me, and I'm like, okay, yeah, take it. Then. Yeah, That's yeah, what, yeah, you don't want me. Yeah, it's yeah, me. Yeah. on you. You don't want me. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, yeah. Just go ahead and do this. Yeah, yeah. ego, ego. <laughs> yeah, that's another thing we got too. Ego. Like it's just like I gotta feel like I'm the one that broke this off, not that you love. Yeah, yeah. Nah, I mean whatever, you know. But so where are you now as far as that? Um, happy. Yeah, you happy. Happy. That's good. Happy. That's good. That's not only good for you, it's good for your babies as well. Mm-hmm. You know? And now I see a difference in when I'm irritated and dealing with, was dealing with stuff with him uh-huh. versus being free from him. It's like I had so much time to pour into them, yeah. to be nicer to them. Yeah. Just had, like, their energy was even different. Yeah. So that's, that's true. Yeah. That's definitely true. I mean, it's always a positive in these, like, fucked up situations. Because I'm sure you didn't want your marriage to end. You never thought in the beginning, like, it would be that way. It's like, this is... I'm going to have what my grandma and them got. Yeah. That was yeah, an attitude. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, social media. I think it's going to be a lot more divorces because of social media. I, you, you read my mind or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I promise you. Yeah. I'm liking... And he says that. He was like, you just care about what people say. I'm, I'm liking... Yeah, that's true too because mm-hmm. social media, you you're doing stuff embarrassing on social media. Mm-hmm. Grandma and them didn't have phones growing up. Right. They they weren't on yeah. the internet yeah. sharing everything and people granted he wanna know about the inbox. If he went and had sex with Betty Joe down the road, mm-hmm. only way Betty knew if she went and told and her. She went and told you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. So mm-hmm. all the messiness that comes into it, the doing stuff on purpose to make mm-hmm. someone mad, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. that the humiliation is is that part of yeah, it. Yeah, you can't humiliate your woman. Or your man. Mm-hmm. Like you can't do it. And then it's like, you talk to people from my area, but people from your area try and talk to me all the time. Yeah. I and mean, I'm just like, ignoring it. I'm yeah. cool. Because, yeah. you know, 
want to respect you. Yeah, yeah. Maybe be like, damn, I should have got his ass. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it was yeah, like, I then I had to think like, I'm still a lady. I'm gonna be a lady and yeah. carry myself yeah. in, a, in a better manner than him. Yeah. I ain't gonna be his equal. Nah, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Most women keep that that type of energy like that. Yeah, they shouldn't though. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you, like, fuck him. Not yo man, of course, mm-hmm. but like the dude who's doing it. But. but it's like, and I like the whole thought of like knowing. Like, yeah, and all them still want me, and I'm still at the top of all they yeah. and they, yeah. they, nope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And at the end of the day, it's still going to be like, she ain't do nothing with him. Yeah. She was good to him the whole time. Yeah. That whole storyline. Yeah. At least you know that, you know, you did everything that you can do. Do you take, what blame do you take in the situation? Um, not making time for the marriage. Yeah, yeah. Not making time for it. Yeah. And that's, I hear that a lot, too. It's like, you know, but... Yo, yo, down like the point where you were like at a low. It doesn't make up for, or it doesn't. The answer on his end should not be like, let me go out and find this other attention. You yeah, and, I mean? and that's the thing. I don't agree with him using that as an excuse. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. that excuse, I don't agree with that at all. Yeah. That shouldn't be the answer, but a lot of the times, us, that's what it is. It's like, I wasn't getting attention from her. And we get so upset with women when they say, like, you a hoe, you on hoe shit. Like, but. Us, it's the same thing. You don't and get attention. The what about me needing attention? What about the things that you weren't doing that I were uh, that I was accepting? Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. it works hand in hand. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you happy now? You are in a good space now? Mm-hmm. Are you dating now? No, no, not at all. Yeah, I feel <laughs> that you just want to have fun. Like, yeah. I just want to get rich right now. Yeah. This and raise my kids and mm-hmm. give them the best. Like literally, this it. Yeah, you on the right track? RN, then LPN. I mean, then a uh, nurse practitioner. You know, you're on the right track to do it. You're on the right track to get you some money. Yeah, you think you'll ever be back with your soon-to-be ex-husband? Could be. Could be. Yeah, But it may be. I don't know. Choose black love. I love that. I like that, though. I like that. Like, I'm serious. Choose black love. It's like, yeah, it's like, hmm. Yeah. The humiliation behind it. But I think Mm -hmm. I have to, like, I don't know. Yeah. I'm giving it to God. I'm yeah. letting him at it. Yeah. And through the whole situation, I'm like, now, God, like, I be talking to you. We supposed to be friends. What you doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Is you, do, you, do you hear me calling you? Yeah. Uh, I think somebody put me up on something the other day. They said that the way God works or the way they at least think God works is that you, if you ask God to give you discipline, he won't give you discipline. He'll put you in a situation where you have to be disciplined. Yeah. And that's that's what you have to do. That's what you have have to to be. And I, I I believe that because I'm a testament to that. So many times I asked for peace, and he put me in a situation where I can have peace. For example, the mother of my child, I asked for peace for so much, so much, so much. Not just with her, but just peace in general in my life. But the whole time I was fighting, you know, things in my life like her that brought me peace. I was pushing them away, pushing them away. But the moment that I accepted that, I gained the peace. You know, same thing with discipline. I needed discipline. I want discipline. I want discipline. So he says, okay, I'll give you, put you in a situation. Because I'm in school now, too. Mm-hmm. I'm getting my master's. Congratulations. Thank you. And I, it was, he put me in a situation to where, like, all right, you have to be disciplined. Go get your master's and do X, Y, and Z. So I think that's the way God works. At least that makes the most sense to me. It does. Yeah. Because we tend to think about it as humans as like a magic wand where he's just going to give us, here go your discipline. But nah, it don't and work see, like that. I think... Him needing discipline too. Mm-hmm. With this, I'm just speaking on that because that's what we're talking about. Right. Him needing some discipline because you can't, every time something don't go your way, you can't go and run from it and go yeah. do this. Yeah. It's just like 
me if I would the first time me trying to run from a situation yeah. instead of dealing with it yeah. at first. Yeah. So discipline and self control. Mm-hmm. We lack that a lot. Self control, like just control yourself. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. really that simple. Just you know, for the sake of, I told I told the uh, mother of my child this. I said, listen, I love being out in the streets. Mm-hmm. Like I'm talking, like I love. I don't mind the relationship shit, mm-hmm. but I love being. Also, I love being in a relationship, but I also love just being out here having a hole. You know what I mean? So, do you plan on marrying the mother of your child? I think I do. I think I do. Okay, I think I so like at some point. I like it. But I love both of them though. Like I can, I can do, I can do either one. Is what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. I don't have to be, you know. Just I don't. I can do either one, and I'd be perfectly happy. You know how some dudes will say, "Man, it ain't nothing out here. I want to be with my woman," or some dudes, "I never get married." I'm either way. Like I can do either one of them and I'll be happy. But I would much rather um, you know, create a situation for my kid, a better situation for my kid. But I also feel like being together with someone for the child isn't healthy. Either. Oh no, it's not. It's not. It's not at all. Because where your happiness gonna come in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Early on, I got some advice my mother said, Fuck them kids, bro. <laughs> you can't like you good. Look at your ass. You grew up without your daddy, so you'll be all I'm like, I can't let them grow up without me. Though. Yeah. Like But you know. Yeah, no. Listen, I appreciate you coming on. Mm-hmm. I appreciate you coming on. Um you do hair, right? I do. Uh people watching, well, I guess they wouldn't be able to some people it's people everywhere, but people who watching, how would they get in touch with you? Is that something you want to put out? You got any business or anything you want to put out there? Definitely not. I'm yeah. focused on school. On right school, now. I got you, I got you. With hair, uh-huh. it's in and out type of yep. thing. Like yep. I actually enjoy it. I've been doing it since I was like fourteen. Uh-huh. uh-huh. I, I it's like a hobby. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, listen, like I said, I appreciate you coming on. Um you're welcome back anytime, anytime you wanna come on. Um, thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. Oh, yeah, of course. Of course. Listen, this is a Chabati podcast. We'll get real, raw, authentic conversations. Until next time.